You are now listening to the Build a Brain podcast with Dr. Jeannie Zayer. Join the quest to shape an efficient brain that fires on all cylinders and runs like a fine-tuned machine. You are now in the capable hands of an international presenter and a pathologically optimistic brain builder. Dr. Zaire will give you the right blocks to build that three pounds of cerebral muscle for you, your child, or the young adult you teach or mentor. Block by block, thought by thought, now is the time to build a better brain. Let's get started. Welcome, friends, to episode 39 of Build a Brain. This is where block by block and thought by thought, you or friends that you work with can build their brain. So I'm very honored to be with you with my wonderful co-host, Kibway Cooper, also the audio engineer, but a podcaster himself. So if you've ever thought about starting your own podcast in your world, he would be someone you would want to talk to. So you can see in the show notes how to get a hold of him, and he can get you started on your journey of starting your own podcast. So today we have a great topic. Reuven Feuerstein identified 12 parameters of high quality human interaction, and one of them happens to be seeking, setting, and achieving goals. You've probably attended a workshop on goal setting before. So this is seems to be, pardon the pun, a no-brainer, but actually it is worth looking at. So I want you to consider uh, whatever role or hat you wear. You may be a teacher, a parent, a mentor, or just a friend, and you want to help somebody else or yourself to achieve goals. And I think that would be true of everyone on planet Earth. Uh, We all have goals, but you've got to start out by actually wanting to seek a goal. Now, somebody who has been through a lot of trauma or has uh, some very serious Um, challenges in their life may actually be afraid of setting a goal. So you may have to think about helping someone and mediating them for this because if I set a goal and I don't achieve it, then look, I'm a failure. So maybe it's easier to just not set a goal to begin with. So this could be as young as five or six-year-olds, or it could be adults in your world, or it could be yourself. So let me say that I highly encourage that you start out with something that's relatively easy to obtain. Don't go after great, big, crazy goals. Do something simple. Now, if you're working in a kindergarten, you might have five-year-olds that you're going to make a goal that by every Friday, all of the books are in the right place in the classroom and all the toys are organized. And so everybody is going to be a part of this goal. Or it could be an adult that you have in your life that wants to have a goal of saving so much money per week out of their paycheck. Any type of goal, whether it's an adult or a child, make it something that's obtainable. Now, here's some great research that I think will help you with wanting to follow through on mediating this for yourself or others. 
is there is good neuroscience out there that indicates that people who write their goals down on paper are highly likely to follow through on them or more likely, okay, than those who don't. Well, this just kind of also makes sense because if you have a goal, well, I'm going to lose five pounds by Friday, but you don't tell anybody and you don't write it down, well, there's nothing to hold you accountable, right? So this one does make sense, but let's even dive into it with the brain in mind. There's a place in your hippocampus that helps organize long-term memories. And if in your prefrontal cortex, you are making this decision that I want to save $30 out of every paycheck and put it in a special fund for travel next summer, say, and you put it in writing, that tells the hippocampus this must be important. So just writing it helps put it into long-term memory. Now here's the second part that I found intriguing. Using a pencil, pen, and writing it, not typing it on your computer, by the way, but actually moving your hand across paper, you are encoding. And encoding is a powerful tool for the brain. It tells the brain what is the most relevant part of this goal. Well, the relevant parts, if we're going to go with the saving money, is $30, and I'm putting it in writing, every week or two weeks, whatever, whenever the paychecks come out, and the reason why. So those are three parts of the goal, how much, when, and why. And so you have that, you could add a how, I'm gonna have it automatically deducted so I can't even touch it. It's gonna go into this account where I'll be more likely to leave it alone. So you've done a lot of encoding of what is relevant and putting it into writing. And for the brain, those two things are very powerful. Handwriting and encoding tells the brain, this is important. I'm going to I'm going to write it down. Now what you can do with those goals is also um, pretty important. So you might keep a journal. And by the way, uh, journaling has been shown to help almost everything about surviving life. Uh, it helps with your mental health, your emotional stability. They even think it makes you smarter <laughs> to write a lot. And so journaling at the end of the day can do all of that plus help you sleep because you're going to put everything down in that journal instead of in your head. And so it will help with sleep as well. So while I'm talking about writing, I might as well just throw that in, that this idea of journaling uh, not only helps with goal seeking, setting, and achieving, but also with a lot of other things in life. Uh, oh, one more. It helps mitigate trauma. So that's um, another thing that journaling can help do. So where are you going to put the goals? If it's one that is a one you really want to achieve, you might want to put it where you would see it. So it could be that you journal first thing in the morning. You might have a sticky note or a bookmark that is your goal that you keep moving as you work through your journal. Or if there's a book you're reading or your Bible, some, some place that you know you're going to read it a lot. Then keep it where you can see it. Um, I've known people to put their goals on their bathroom mirror so they have to look at it 
every morning. So there are some good ideas I hope will help you with goal seeking, goal setting, and goal achieving. But let's see what Kibway thinks. Um, how do you achieve your goals? Maybe he's even got another idea. What you got for us, Kibway? This is all so, so incredibly relevant um, to uh, what I feel like is, is the process of occupying your gifts. And so, um, I, I agree. I'm, I use many of those methods that you just said. I write things down. I also make lists that I see just about every day. Um, I used to create vision boards. I'm not sure. I am not sure how I want to modify the vision board concept. I like the idea of having images that you see every day. I think it's very, very helpful. Um, but I also want to make it a little bit more tangible because at least in my case, you know, I don't necessarily have the space to have a vision board available for me to see every single day. So I may condense it to being some, some somewhat of a post-it board or something. Um, but I really, I very much agree with all of these um, principles and techniques for achieving goals. I write things down a lot. I, I love a good checklist and checking things off. Um, but I also give myself grace, right? I think you also have to make space to not have a goal. So maybe part of writing all of your goals down is to write down the things that you just need to research. So you have no idea what your plan of action is on, but you're going to spend an hour this week reading about it. You're going to spend an hour this week listening to a podcast about it. You're going to find three people that do it really well. You know, sometimes you, the things that you write down are not actionable items. They're just things that mentally you need to be focused on, you know, um, or things that you don't want to do. You may want to write down things you're not going to do anymore so that you can, you know, when you uh, were speaking about saving a certain amount of money, you could say, I'm not buying out any food this week. I'm not buying out. So it's just as many things you need to do, but you also may want to write down the stuff you're not going to do. Does that make sense? Excellent. Like stay off of Amazon? <laughs> Staying off of Amazon. I'm not ordering any more packages. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Well, thank you, Kibway, and thank you, listeners, for being with us. Uh, this is one of our shorter podcasts, but we thought we owed you a short one once in a while. So uh, <laughs> this one is, uh, so my goal was to do this one a little shorter. And want to thank all our supporters out there. Big shout out today to Joe Miller. Thank you for being a, a supporter financially and spiritually and as a friend uh, to the Build a Brain podcast. Hope you will listen to podcasts and be sure to share them with, with your friends because maybe they've never heard Build a Brain. So uh, be sure to share the podcast with your friends so that we can spread the good news and the good word about Build a Brain. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Build a Brain podcast. If you're wanting to know more information on how to build a brain, please visit the website for the MindCap Center in Fort Wayne, Indiana at www.mind-cap.org. That's www.mind-cap.org. 
Children and adults from across the United States and Canada have found the cognitive help they needed at the MindCap Center. The specialized team is trained in all levels of the Feuerstein program and can literally help you or your child build a better brain. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time.